Torch, when you look at that game the other night against Detroit, a minute and 23 seconds in, they take a shot. Somehow Elvis makes a save. Couldn't tell if he actually kept it out of the net at the time or not. Your team goes down the ice, puts it in the back of the net. All of a sudden, there are two reviews. The second one takes your goal off the board. I don't know about you, but I was sitting there going, I don't think this is going to be a, a normal game here. And then, lo and behold, it turned out there were no goals until a shootout. Um, just another one of those days where you think you've seen it all, but you haven't seen anything yet, right? Yeah, when when the um, Lars told me, because Danny radio right away, uh, when the when the puck went in, it was offside. I mean, it was pretty pretty easy call, obviously, as the tape showed. I was more concerned that the other one go in. Uh, so that was the one I was going to. So we knew it was going to be offside once that uh, that cleared, but. You know, it's a it's a zero zero game, but I thought both teams had a lot of scoring chances. There it was I think it was pretty even in twenty to twenty in scoring chances. So I thought both goaltenders played well. Uh, Elvis was one of his better games. Uh, you could see that, uh, and we find a way to win in a shootout, which we haven't done that often this year. You know what's really funny is you always talk about this being a game of mistakes, and the fact of the matter is there were so many mistakes in that game that it made it exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There were there were a lot of breakdowns by both teams. Uh, kind of figured it's going to happen that way. Both teams are out of it. They're playing it out. Um, uh, but I thought I thought both teams played hard. Uh, th that's what I'm asking my team to do is just play hard, uh, and uh, and we end up finding a way. Uh, and I, and I, I really felt going into that shootout the way Elvis was playing. If we scored one, we'd have a chance. Um, uh, chance to win that game. And uh, I, I, I thought he was our best player. I got to tell you, I listened to you talk to the regular reporters and I heard them asking you about Elvis. And, and I heard what you said about, you know, him wanting the net and all that stuff. But listen, I, I look back at last year, this guy lost his first seven. Corpusalo got hurt. Um, I don't think anybody knew where it was going. And then Elvis was fantastic. Uh, I, I just think, and it, and, Tell me why I'm wrong. It seems to me that when, when Corpus Allo's out of the mix and Elvis knows that he's going to be the guy, that he really embraces being the guy, that he really grabs hold of it, and, and that's when you get his best games. Am I wrong in saying that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think for any player, if they know they're going to play, uh, and especially in that position, uh, I think it, it kind of locks you in even more. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree with you there a little bit, but when you have, uh, you know, they, they've both been nicked up a little bit and, and, and it happens in games. You, uh, we, let's, like I said, I just said to the media, we don't get in last year if it wasn't for, for both of our goalies, how well they played. I mean, they were that good. Uh, so yeah, I, I think any goalie wants it all the time. Uh, but I think they have a healthy competition amongst themselves when they're both healthy, and I think it pushes them along. No, I agree with that, but but also it's hard to be a backup goaltender. I mean, yeah. it really is. It, it, even if you're splitting games, that yeah. day that you're not playing, I think it's one of the toughest positions in sports because you've got to sit there. Well, now they're not even sitting on the bench. You're back in the room, yeah. and you've got to be ready at all times. And you could go in in a heartbeat and you go in cold and you don't get to stretch. You don't get to warm up and you just got to go at it. I, I mean, some people can do it better than others. And I, I feel like Elvis just loves being the starter. He was always a starter in Europe and, and, and he loves that. And it's, it's tough to be a backup and some guys don't make that adjustment as well. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. I, I think what our guys, I think our, both our guys have a number one mentality. Corpy was waiting 
he was waiting and waiting when Bob was here, gets his opportunity. And, and, uh, I, and I think it's played fair. I think they both have a number one mentality. I think there is different types of backups too, where guys may be just breaking in the league. Guys maybe just aren't as just simple. They're just not as good as the other guy. Well, we have two guys here where you could flip a coin and each and every night, who's going to be the best. And, and, and it could go back and forth. So a little bit of a different mentality with these two guys. I think they've handled themselves very well. I, I it, it's been, you know, it, it's been a, uh, a couple of years, we, we just don't give them a lot of, lot of goals. It's a hard position to play when, when it, it, they're, they're all such close games that we do play. Don't give them a lot of run support, and you have to be ready at all times. And whenever there's a mistake made, like, like I think they have struggled the past little while. I think each of them have let in bad goals during games, but it shows up even more with our team because we just don't score a bunch. And uh, so it's a tough way to live too there. And as we're talking about that, I'm thinking about you and your experience. I mean, when you were in New York, you had Henrik Lundqvist, who was the clear-cut number one guy. You went to Vancouver. Uh, I think Roberto Luongo would say he was supposed to be the clear-cut number one guy, and you let Eddie Lack play a lot there. So you dealt with it in, in different ways. Yeah, I got into a little bit of trouble out in Vancouver, too, for playing Eddie Lack. So, um, well, it wasn't trouble for me. It was trouble for a lot of other people regarding me. And uh, – because uh, I thought Lacker was playing good at that time. So, uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's such a, it's a crazy position. Out of all the major sports, this position is, is such a, it determines so much of the winning and losing with a hockey team. Not, not your starter in baseball, not your point guard or your center in basketball, your quarterback in football. This has so much more to do with winning and losing. And uh, so it's a really unique position. Yeah, because... It, those bad goals that you mentioned, uh, they just change the whole mentality of the team, especially the first one. If if there's yeah. an – I don't have to tell you this. You've seen it 10 million times in your career. If the first one is a bad one and the team gets the mindset that, uh-oh, this guy's not locked in tonight, that changes how they play, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. and, team, and you can, teams get small. They get small on the bench when uh, when they see the struggle. They're pulling for their goalie. Then they're, they're not criticizing the goalie, but it changes you. It, it changes your bench. And – it's 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 an unbelievable position as far as how it changes your mindset and basically results in hockey games. It's such an important position. The thing I find most uh, amazing about the two guys you have is, and I don't think regular people would know this, it, Elvis has the big personality and he comes out with it. Jonas Corposalo is more reserved publicly, but this guy has a huge personality of his own. Inside that room, he's a different guy than he is outside. Oh, he's a weirdo. He's, he's, he's a piece of work. He's, he's got the dry sense of humor. Um, Elvis is, is more flamboyant. He's there. Corpy, Corpy has his moments, but they're in a different way. And uh, yeah, and that's what goalies are. You have to be different to play that position. I mean, that, that is, it's such a, you know, defense is the, uh, is the toughest position to play, I think, because you have to do positionally stuff. Goaltending is the most important, and you're dealing with so much more pressure than any other player on your team uh, during these games. So uh, you have to be a different cat to handle it, and uh, uh, we've got a couple personalities there, that's for sure. Yeah, if anybody says to me, you want to put on some padding and stand in front of a 100-mile-an-hour puck, no, I don't, I'm not interested in that. I, you know, we go in on these road rinks, Bobby, when we're on the road – and, and you go into these cold buildings after playing a game, of, you know, you get in bed, you sleep till 
get to bed around 1.30, finally sleep, get up and practice at 10 o'clock in an, a cold rink, practice rink usually. And if you're a goalie, you got to put on that and then stop these pucks, these guys winging them at you at that time in the morning after a long game. It, it's an awful position to play. I, I just don't know why they do it, and uh, uh, but it's just that important. They should get paid more than anybody else, actually, when it comes down to it. <laughs> um, Patrick Liney, you didn't play him in the overtime the other night, but yet he goes out there in the shootout and he set the tone for you, actually leads you to the win. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I tried some different people in the, uh, in the, in the overtime. We hadn't uh, been successful in it. Tried to get foods in there a little bit. Tried Robbie there. Uh, some guys lost some time. But I knew what my order was going to be if it got to the shootout. Patrick was going to lead off. Usually it's Cam, uh, but uh, I, I had that already in my mind what was going to happen. And uh, yeah, Patty was going to be the first guy. And I tell you, the way Elvis, as I said earlier in the conversation, the way Elvis was playing, he scores that first one. I'm feeling that we have a really good chance to finally win one of these. Every time you go to a shootout, I always think of your Ole Jokinen story about how you missed the playoffs with the Rangers oh. because because you picked Ole Jokinen in the days when you had to turn in your shooters before it started. I went through the whole organization in New York before that game, my GM, everybody, and, and we got because I just knew it was going to come down. No lie, everybody had a uh, a chance to chime in on who our shooter should be because you did. You have to give that list first. You can't make adjustments on the fly, and. Uh, yeah, and and I did before he went, and I'm not trying to criticize him. I don't think he played that good a game. In fact, I played Jody Shelley, I think, 18 minutes that game because my top guy stunk, and uh, and Jody was playing. They were going, and uh, I don't think he played that well. I would have gone with someone different, and, but all these numbers were out of sight, and I did. I walked down to Shelley. I said, oh, my gosh. I, I said, I can't change it, and I'm not trying to criticize Oli, but that's the way I felt at that time. I would have gone with someone else. The rules have changed, so you can kind of fly by the seat of your pants back there when these things are going on. How do you do that now? I mean, you said you knew who your shooters were going to be the other night, but uh, what uh, what thought process do you take when you get there now? Or do you always know who they're going to be, or no. does it just depend on the game? No, I, I, I Danny gives me a sheet every game, an updated sheet as far as shootout percentage. I certainly look at numbers. You have to. Uh, I look at the numbers. Uh, you know, Cam's been struggling this year. I'm not sure what his numbers are, but uh, he, he's usually money. But he, I think the league has kind of picked up on his move a little bit, and he's trying different things. Uh, yeah, so I, have, I had a pretty good – I knew the three guys were going to be Patty, Cam, and Borky going into that game. Uh, I wasn't sure what the order was. After those three, Bobby, I mean, I, we have a different lineup too. So many guys are out, and, and, and it's changed. I'm just, I'm going a little, I do go by a little bit how they played the game, how, how they feel about themselves or what they look like with their confidence. And uh, so th there's some things that come into play when you get by those first three shooters in my mind. Yeah. I, I felt bad for Cam because <laughs> Thomas Grace just totally blew up whatever move he was trying to make. He completely blew it up. He didn't have a chance to get his move. Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, that, that's absolutely right. Well, you mentioned it is good to win. And I know you always say you want to hear the music in the room after the game. And um, at this point, after you go nine without winning one, uh, however you win it is a good way to win, right? Yeah, yeah. Just for, just, for their, just for their mental being. I mean, they're the ones that have the uniform on. They're the ones that are playing. And it's been a hard – it's been hard. We Listen, when you looked at our schedule, you knew, it, it, you knew there was going to be some tough times. The way – our team was after the deadline injuries that we've had 
uh, and you looked at their schedule playing some top teams, we knew there was going to be some struggles. I, I didn't think it was going to go this deep into not winning a game. Uh, it's, it's been frustrating for a lot of guys. So it's good that we get a win. It doesn't mean a lot. It just helps them mentally. Are you going to juggle anything, uh, with your lineup? Are you still looking at guys? Uh... Not sure, Bobby, because, uh, you know, Patty's nicked up, Borky's nicked up. They didn't practice today. Uh, Dolph's went down before practice. Uh, I'm not sure what his injury is right now. So I'm not sure what the lineup's going to be. I, I think the back end is going to stay the same. Elvis will be the goalie. Still got to figure out the forwards as we come in and test tomorrow morning before we get on the flight. Yeah, and speaking of getting on the flight, uh, flying day of the game. That's something yeah. that normally doesn't happen during yeah. the regular season, but this is just a one-off in Carolina. It's the final road game of the year. And uh, you know, because of COVID, teams have been doing this a lot more this year, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, and it's such a quick flight. Uh, had a good skate today. Had a, a good option. They got to work out in and get some skills in. They've practiced enough. We don't need a morning skate. Uh, so we'll fly out of here, uh, uh, get them, get them some lunch and, and get a nap and get ready to play. Are you glad that this is the final road game? Because the road has been so different this year. Yeah. Um, are, are you glad that you're just kind of that's behind you and you can just play at home? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want it all to end. You know, I do because it's just it's been miserable. It, it's been miserable. And uh, uh, th this organization, you know, for the past four or five years, we haven't gone through something like this. You know, it, it's been hard. Well, you know. I've always, I always catch my, it's not hard because there's a lot of other things harder in life than going through what we've gone through. It, the best word is miserable. It, it, it is, uh, uh, it's something that I hope our guys remember how miserable it's been. Uh, so yeah, to, to get, stop flying and, 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 you know, you're being served on the road. You can't do your own thing. You can't get off on your own or, or maybe go out to dinner. You're locked in. Uh, yeah, that, that's getting old. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's chipped down on our guys too. And we, we've been knocked out of the playoffs. It chips down. They'll play hard in the games, but they want to get this over with too. Yeah. And you know, it's funny when you talk about the, the success that you guys have had the last couple of years, two things. I saw, you know, Pittsburgh just earned a spot in the playoffs. They've been there 15 years in a row. It's really hard to do, yeah. but then you've got the Tampa Bay lightning, believe it or not, you know, they've made the playoffs for a fourth straight year. It's the first time that that has happened. I mean, you guys got to that point before they got to that point. And I think especially with them winning a cup last year, people uh, wouldn't think that they just expect them to be there year in and year out. But again, those two extremes show you how tough it is to get beyond the regular season, even though they take 16 teams in this league. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard. And you know, it, the, I guess the, the heartache for me is I, I thought when we beat Tampa and that Boston series, we played a good Boston. That, that was a good series against Boston. That's when I thought our team was at its best right there. And we only experienced one win, winning run, one round in these past four or five years where I think our team has been on the right road. It, it, it's changed now. It's a different team. It's a, there's a lot of different things that, that, that we need to improve on and change, quite honestly, to get back on the road just to get in and try to compete there. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it professional sports, it, it comes and goes pretty quickly and, uh, uh, we're living through it. Uh, we, we fell off the cliff this year and, uh, we're, we're living, we're living proof of that, how quickly it can change. All right, George, thank you very much. Enjoy your quick trip in and out of Carolina and I'll talk to you when you get home next week. Okay, Bobby, be well.